Hey everybody, welcome to the Forge Academy. I am your GM, Steven, and with me today we have Chris. Hello, it is Chris. Michael. Yo, what up? It's Michael. I've been gone for a while, so I'm just <laughs> hooking you up. Wow. Uh, and Mindy. Right? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> it's Mindy. Hi. Mindy, was that your first time experiencing that? <laughs> It might have been. Uh, it seems like the perfect time for you to plug your stuff then. Oh, hey, I'm Mindy. You can find me all over the internet at Miss Mindykins. Uh, I am the creative content director over at the Free Forge, where I am also a part of a live play, Stay Alive, Wednesday nights at 7.30 Central uh, with uh, your dear Chris over here. Um, yeah, and uh, make sure you follow me so you can keep up with all weird, fun things I get to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. We love Mindy. That's why we, oh, we do. made her oh, no. stay here for so long. I mean, she's okay. That's fair. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm so obsessed. Can... It's like a complex. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right. Um, you may notice that we've got a little smaller crew today, uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of exciting because we are going to hang out in hell for a lot. Hey, hey, hey. Well, for all of this episode, um, which is going to be fun. But before we do that, uh, we have some announcements. Chris. Let me let me go first. Um, I'll talk <laughs> about Greenleaf Geek. Uh, Leah is an incredible dice maker um, who does uh, sets of dice that are available for, for sale on her website. She also does custom dice. You can use the code FAYFORGE at checkout to get 10% off of your order. That does, of course, exclude custom sets, but they are worth every penny because they're Incredible. We each got a set commissioned by Leah and they're my favorite dice. And they are the only dice that have a special little uh, beautiful wooden like box that I bought for them. So anyway, they're amazing. <laughs> you should get some if you want to be cool like us. Uh, that is greenleafgeek.com. Um, I believe it's also at greenleafgeek on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Michael, tell us about coffee. Can you live up to Kai's coffee standards? No. <laughs> um, here we go. <clears throat> Hey there, are you a millennial who needs to power through capitalism and soul-crushing depression? Yes, I am. That's, yeah. Wonderful. Well, we have something that you can enjoy, which is found familiar coffee <laughs> to power you through. Also, That's what I'm doing are you now. a farmer who has to wake up to a rooster in the morning and just can't? but needs to get back on the farm. Yes, I, I, also, I, I have to be honest, I relate less to this one. It's okay, I'm still invested in this. I'm, 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 I'm here for it though, keep going. My farmer Zembo might be out there, so just like, let's keep going with this. You may also enjoy a coffee from Found Familiar. Are you a dungeon master who cannot deal with your player characters and need to get some energy from the Aether? Michael, I am. Found Familiar has some excellent coffee. So go to foundfamiliar.com, get yourself some of their amazing brews. They have things like Thieves Cant and other magical D&D references to amazing coffee. Blend that stuff up, drink it down, try and power through what you got going on. You're doing great out there. <laughs> foundfamiliar.com. All right, next one. Uh, so if you enjoy that, uh, all that chaos, um, check out our Patreon where you can uh, see more of this content. If you, you know, you're coughing up and you can't quite. <laughs> Do you want more of this? <laughs> Pay us money. Well, yes. I almost died. That was almost Be more it. edited and refined. Uh, no one will die. Um, maybe check out our Patreon content. <laughs> you have to check it out to see. Yeah, we did an amazing job with these intros and we do amazing work with, uh, you know, the Fate Forge Academy. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That'll help us out a lot. Uh, you can also write, great, great episode, five stars. Please don't let Michael do another intro to uh, <laughs> any of these companies or say that you really enjoyed that because the chaos kind of was a nice break between, you know, these regular ads that have jingles and such and i just i completely just wrecked and botched it all no so it, was beautiful. Remember, it was beautiful now you remember foundfamiliar.com you have such a beautiful ad voice we have a very interactive patreon like you can come that's true and hang out in our discord and like we do stuff together and mm -hmm. you get to vote on stuff that happens in the game 
Yeah, we're actually we we got a campaign that we are voting on. Chris is the our patrons decided that Chris is playing a changeling wizard. It's gonna be good. Yeah. So. Uh, well, there you go, listeners. Foundfeeling.com, <laughs> our Patreon, and leave a five star review. And we love you. Think. Enjoy the episode. And hey, tell your friends about Fae Forge Academy. We like you. Okay, let's play D and D. Yep. Besky, to the best of your knowledge, uh, you have now been in the Waste of Avernus between four and five years. You've been living with the Remnant, this group of devils who are still trying to hold on to their original job, which was to protect the souls um, as they were sent by the Celestial Gods thousands of years ago raiding these um, small bands of devils who were, who are part of the Blades of Requiem, the group of devils who have committed to overthrowing the gods and taking power for themselves, uh, the group that has built the Aether Spire that is siphoning power away from the souls of the departed. In that time, Besky's gone through some changes. Michael, do you want to describe Besky, as we see the once 13-year-old mm. uh, boy who's now 19 or 20. I have to remember his height so I can figure out how much higher or height he... I guess I don't have that. I never have. 6'10". <laughs> yeah, dunking on people. <laughs> um, no, we'll say he's 6'2", uh, probably now. Um, he has he still has his dreads, but the sides of his head are shaved. Um, but he still has his dreads and he has them tied up on the back. He has a five o'clock shadow, um, doesn't know what to do with facial hair. So he's just been shaving it. Uh, no idea. Um, his, he has different robes. Uh, his robes are, he has red robes, uh, no cape with it anymore. Um, and the robes are sleeveless and he has a leather his leather uh armor for his torso um and then he probably has a nose ring i don't know which side is what normal people but or whatever I, I, they have significance right which side you put on sometimes i don't know either way the side i'll, I'll ascertain this at some point but he has a nose ring um and um probably has some sort of weathering on his face from all the heat and stuff and working in the kitchen. So he probably has like a little bit of like, I don't know if you've ever seen wind scars, but he probably has wind scars on um, either side of his face just by being in a harsh terrain for, for a while and, and still choosing to be in the kitchen and doing stuff whenever he can. Um, if he's not out and about doing stuff, uh, looks like he has gotten a little bit stronger. Um, a little bit more muscle having to be a little bit more active and not studying all the time uh and uh yeah i i would say that's probably what he looks like his robes that he has like that you can see the majority of it from his waist down it probably has some sort of like infernal pattering because he found it somewhere and thought it looked decent enough after he grew out of his older robes and is now wearing that and um what about Besky's has 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 anything changed in Besky's like demeanor and personality? Um 
Yeah, it looks like he after 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 spending five years with the great influences of his of his new friends and companions. I would say so. This is kind of this is kind of weird because he probably it's probably not as warm of a besky that we used to know. Um, he's probably a little bit more. His face probably looks a little bit more stern and um, a little bit tired. Um, and and uh, looks like he's more no nonsense. He he kind of went for instead of like becoming more like the people around around him were very comical and stuff. He went a little bit more the other direction and, and got a little bit maybe a little bit more serious. Probably still does the comedy things from here or there, but a little bit more of a stern, upright posture. He didn't lose that posture because he uh, had that while he was still young because of his royal influence but now that he's bigger it just seems a little it seems like his his stance has changed but it hasn't it's just that he's grown more into it and it just looks a little bit more um intimidating if you do not know him i would say yeah so besky um your friends void and dorian and hadariel uh went off with riven kind of quickly uh in what you would consider the night like there's not really sun and moon and stuff like that, so time's weird. But um, in your downtime, uh, they went away on the ash drake, uh, and as they as they went away, you felt a change. Um, maybe four or five hours after they left, uh, and your tattoo, you feel it feels like there's water dripping down your back, the back of your neck. I will go back and like kind of like wipe at it not like a scratch or itch or like putting my palm on it but kind of wipe at it and then look to see if it's just sweat yeah um it's blood just a little bit anyone Uh, around me no one around you okay you feel it you feel it burning okay um your tattoo when's the last time I felt it burning um to this to this level, it's probably when you first got got to Avernus. Um, okay, it's really the last time uh, Wylena really directly contacted you. Mm-hmm. And you hear you hear her voice. It's time. I need you to come. I need you to come soon. Okay. I'm getting weaker. All right. I've been waiting. Uh, and whatever connection you had, it's almost like the the wet that was dripping down almost gets like sucked back in, um, and it's gone. Um. I am. Where would you say I am at the moment? Because I would have figured I'd be in the kitchen or like at camp if I by kitchen, I mean like it's a rough field. kitchen. It's not like (laughs) a very nice one. It's just like a half open tent with like, you know, the tent that's kind of Uh um, so nothing burns. All the flaps are all all the way down, but (laughs) it's just like it has like at least some cover from the top. And then there's just like, you know, instruments and and cooking implements that are kind of all open staged uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm good with I'm good with you being in the kitchen. Okay, uh, I'll grab a pack from where I leave it in the kitchen, and um, I'll grab a spear that's nearby. I would assume that there's some weapons and stuff around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna grab that and then look out about the camp because there's there's probably people here, right? Yeah, and I don't see any sign of my the group the group uh, a group that I'm normally around. Uh, I would say. In in the distance, you can see you can see this Drake flying back, back to your camp. Okay, I will walk up to a high point in the camp and just like wave my spear back and forth. Uh, Void and Hadariel, and Dorian and Riven, uh, you are flying back from this experience. Um, 
what is the, I don't know, what, what are you all, what are you feeling kind of in this flight back to your camp? Do I get an I do I know, I mean, I assume that, uh, I assume that Void feels more, even more connected to death than before, and probably a little invigorated, but do I, do, do, do I grasp <laughs> what just happened? Um, I think, I think, I mean, it's, it's sort of up to you to a certain extent. I don't, I don't know that there's a lot of what just happened to you is something that I don't think you could necessarily fully grasp in one moment. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I think there will, there will be for Void a lot of learning what actually just happened to you, but there is a sense of like, I think, well, what I picture is there would probably be a sense of like, almost like responsibility or something like I don't like that though. Like or 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 like a, a weight, I guess, of like this spirit being basically just gave you gave you say over life and death, essentially. It's like really cool, but also I don't want it. I'm saying this to mostly myself, but I guess everybody everybody can it's been a lot of back and forth of me talking about how how cool I feel, but also I don't, I don't, I don't like responsibility, but also I feel, feel pretty good. I, I will also say, um, everyone looks a little bit different to you. Uh, oh no. The, you see, you see their physical form. But you can also like almost like it's going back and forth. You can also see their spirit sort oh, of within wow. them. Um, you see, uh, you see Rivens in particular really stands out um, as someone who he had told you that he was once a human, and you see that there's something almost warped about his spirit after you know living living in the hells for thousands of years oh wow it's not necessarily bad but it's different yeah it's just different um i'm probably a little distracted by that i'm just kind of like comparing trying to get a can i see my own no that wow i hadn't even that hadn't even crossed my mind <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um uh or do i just look normal to i think you would probably look normal to yourself okay all right well, every so often I'm like waving my hand at the spirits to see if they, re of my of my companions to see if they react or anything. So I probably look like I'm in my own little world. Um, uh, this is pretty cool, I think. Maybe. This is fine, I think. Right? Yeah. This is a good thing. Right. So. Um, so Hadariel is very well acquainted with Void's habit of like this overt stream of consciousness whenever she's processing something or upset <laughs> or so Hadariel is in the still in the back uh, watching this happen is minimally responsive, not like ignoring her by any means, but uh, is more trying to figure out for herself what just took place because if we wait for Void to articulate it, it's going to take so long. So I'm going to try. Is there, do I think she's possessed? Do I think that something positive has taken place? Do I think, what can I discern based on what I just saw happen? Uh, roll an insight check and... We'll start with an insight check. Oh. That sounds like multiple threats in one burrito, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, roll me an arcana check. Okay. Not as good. Hold on. But I get advantage on those for some reason. Hold on. That's right. <laughs> and why do I get advantage on this? I don't know if it's in your character sheet. I trust you. It's on the the little green button is right there. Okay, so <laughs> Ooh, much better. Uh, Twenty six. 
Okay, and then I need you to roll an animal handling check. Oh. oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrestling the demon? What's happening? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, um, as you're watching her, I mean, you've, you've watched her over the last years um, and your time adventuring before that. I mean, even going back to your time in the Scarlet Citadel, seeing the different things that she could do as she's grown, this touch with, with death, this power that she has. Um, I think you would notice that there is a, it seems like the stress from being overwhelmed by what she can, he she was hearing like kind of right before you and Riven went, uh, that has calmed down. Um, and I don't know if you remember, I said her eye had turned kind of one of her eyes had turned into like this ethereal color. Um, oh, but I think right. what, what you would put together, uh, you said a 28 or something like that for Arcana. 26. Uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> just like, let's just get it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think you had put together that something happened that either like magnified or evolved her control over whatever she can do um, would probably be the pieces you can put together. Okay. So I don't sense she's in any immediate danger. Doesn't seem that way. This seems strange, but positive. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, yeah, just kind of keeping an eye out in the back while she's chatting to all of us um, <laughs> but I, I I assume after some amount of time we can see the person on the ground waving at us to land yeah okay. so as you're flying um, you, Riven, Riven kind of points out friend is waving a spear at us stop by him or head back to camp uh, well it must be urgent i assume we just leave oh right no don't leave <laughs> we should stop right we should so so besky this this big drake uh kind of flaps down you feel the wind kick up some of that red dust of avernus uh and dorian riven and hadariel step off besky yeah what is it um i think Wellen is calling me Out of character question. Would Hadariel have spoken in any capacity to Besky in their time together about her suspicions that they may have more common more in common than they initially thought? Like, have we talked at all about why Lena or how much, I guess, have you shared? Hadariel's not super forthcoming, but like I could see them having this conversation. So I don't know, I just thought of that. Wait, I think, I, were you here, Michael, when we discussed, she has a scar on her forearm that is the exact same as your tattoo. Nope, I don't think we came to that. But I think knowing that I saw that, I would probably have spoken to, name again, Chris? Hadariel. That's what I thought, yeah, Hadariel. I think I would have spoken to you about okay. it. I, I would think I was spoken to the whole group about it because at some point, like, you folks are always very, uh, the, the, your group is very, uh, what's the word for this? There's a lot of kind of like shenanigans, but it's, I can tell it's like, because there's so much serious stuff going on, it's your way, your, your folks' way of handling it. You traumatized? And at some point, <laughs> yeah, yeah, traumatized, sure, that's the word. so um, much credit here. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. At some point, Besky would want to have a serious conversation for the sake of just having a serious conversation. For sure. I guess is what the point I'm saying is. And what that would include was speaking into Wallet. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, all right. Well, if Besky says that, then um, I will turn back uh, to... We are at our camp, right? Basically, okay. yeah. Um, Our house. <laughs> in the middle of the house. <laughs> um, did she give you any more information? Where are you supposed to go? Uh, no. 
uh, she just said it's time and um, the, I mean the last time I knew that I had any location when we first got here was um, the tower Right, well, then I suppose the time has come. Or, or we could, you know, hold off just like a few more days and see if maybe it was, it was like a, she changes her mind, right? That's a thing that happens, no? All right. Not with her, not normally, no. All right, uh, well. Going I mean, do you need, do you need like, an hour, four hours, uh, something. No, no, it's fine. It's great. I feel surprisingly really great. So, uh, yeah. This is just, you know, one, four hours, not going to make a difference about how I feel, but... I just, just... just it... Do you want to share the reason for your hesitation? Oh, I just... Uh, I don't... There's not really any significant hesitation other than... I just don't really... You just don't want to. Well, I mean, it's a giant tower in the hills. I feel like maybe if we can avoid it, maybe we we do in 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 general, you know, but I, I understand, you know, you have your thing. While this conversation's happening, Bessie's walking off to go to the kitchen and he's gonna come back at some point while, while this conversation's happening. Uh, well, uh, I'm a bit, okay, uh, I'm, it's fine. Trying very hard to be uh, patient and understanding in this moment. We have been speaking at length for several years about going to this place. Right. So, um, I know, I know, but I keep, maybe, right, you're right. It's fine. Let's just get it out of the way and then we can go home. And I think I can go home. We'll, we'll worry about that later. It's it's great. Um, right, Tower of Death and Damnation. Here we go. I am ready. This is it. Void, you're not ready. Uh, here's some soup. Sorry. Eat some soup. <laughs> it has, uh, it has like, demo like, dev we're in the hell, so it has like hell crab in it. I don't know what a hell crab is. Hell but peppers. Hell, crab meat. hell peppers. I'm Demon curry. I'm a tiefling. It's probably, f I'm death itself. That's not a thing, but I, I, I'll, I'll eat the soup. I'm sure it's delicious. And if it's very brothy, very good. Good smell, clears the nose, has a, uh, you know, the Ooh, very- spicy like, like pho, like broth. Like... This is really good, yeah. But like maybe a little bit more thick and then you have like, the, the, the crab really lends itself. It's a, it's a, it's a nice light bite, but it's also spicy. Hell crabs, delicious. Right, I love this, yeah, I love it, yeah. I imagine, I imagine I've gotten a bit accustomed to the surprisingly considering where we are, good food that uh, you have been providing for us through the years. I, so. I got it from a cookbook during one of our raids and uh, y'all don't like, y'all were very questionable about the, 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 the cookbook at first, but since I've been using it, I've, I've been coming with straight bangers. Well, to be fair, sometimes cookbook and spellbook uh, look very similar, so. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I, we discussed this. It, it was the same thing. I'm just making sure you're not getting the bad parts. So. Right. Appreciate This is the good part. This is good. I like this. This is great. I'm ready to face the Tower of Terror. That's okay. what it was for, to steal your resolve. So yeah, I'm right glad on. it worked. Okay. It did it. Did very good. Yep. Uh, so Riven looks at the three of you. And so uh, four of you. I forgot Dorian's there. Um. I know this is sort of your task, Besky. Might I come with you? Sure, the more the merrier, probably. I mean, I don't think we should take a big group because we don't have enough to like storm, storm it's the It's the just you're fine. We don't have merry sayings down here. I know, I've been trying. <laughs> okay, uh, it's gonna be a couple days. I guess we can hop back on the Drake here. But, uh, yeah, sure, we'll do this. <sighs> okay, guess I'll hop on first. And I just like, <laughs> just like, everyone's just so hesitant. I'm just like sitting there waiting. Uh, 
when he walks by to go get on the Drake, do is he still bleeding? The tattoo's still bleeding or no? No. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, then I'm just going to hop on. <sighs> yes, I suppose I'll hop on as well. Yep. Uh, Dorian says something snarky and hops on as well. What was that? What was that, Dorian? <laughs> <laughs> Insert good joke here. Um, Eat your soup. Shut up. <laughs> it's good soup. <laughs> Riven, Riven, for the first time in the years you've been down here with him, really seems anxious um, as, as you start to fly off towards this spire in the sky, um, this massive red peaked building um, piercing the souls that flow by in the sky above. It takes three or four days to get there. Um, as you can fly, it's pretty easy to um, avoid any uh, unwanted encounters as you go. But once you approach, you realize that um, this this spire has kind of these like almost massive looking defenses, um, like walls built into this um, mountain range that encircles it. And this mountain range looks unnatural. Um, as though it was like raised up to protect this this space, uh, as opposed to um, like just a natural formed range of mountains. Riven lands the Drake, says, "I think, think on foot's the way to go from here. We fly in there with the Drake, and we all just die." Yeah, sounds good. Um, is there any is there any conversations y'all want to have before you start moving towards that? I think at some point during the journey, I would have pulled Besky aside. Um, do you have any idea what her intentions are for you? No, I just, she's been pretty quiet since the couple of years we've been here, but she's also the only reason I'm still probably doing okay. You have the utmost faith in her. I do. I mean, she could have abandoned me at any time down here, and I've still been able to do what I've been able to do before, so. Hmm. Very well. I feel like I don't have all the answers myself. The, the Steven, I, I would assume that this magic I've had has never waned. Like whatever I was capable of doing beforehand, I was still doing. Okay, correct. Um, I mean, I guess that's understandable. Um, my capabilities have never let up since I've been down here, and that's if if it did, then maybe I would share your sentiment, but. Um, what is, what has you feeling questionable or unsure? Well, it's quite a different matter being chosen and being conscripted. I was not approached. I was not given an option. I don't know if I have the same warm and fuzzy feelings that you have experienced in your time in her service. I mean, it hasn't been always warm and fuzzy, but um, I mean, I can understand not wanting to put your faith in her. I've had to hold on to her faith until she spoke to me now. I just knew that I can do the same things that I was able to do before. Um, can you at least put your faith in me? Uh, I think there's a long pause as Hidario's like thinking about what Besky is saying. 
he wouldn't get a smile, but he would get kind of like a, a very firm and calm hand on the shoulder in agreement, as congenially as Hadariel is capable. Uh, and then I'll give him kind of like two very firm pats on the back and I'll break away and end the conversation. Um, I have one left and I'll give her, uh, is it her or she? They, Hadariel uh, is a she. She, she. okay. Um, I'll give her a, um, the, the hell, a hell crab, uh, salad on a cracker, like cracker, like a, cause those keep well in the journey. So you, you get the last one. Yes. <laughs> yes. can say that kind of happens after you guys land and you had started kind of the, the hike sure. through, through these mountains. I'll lead the way with. I'm acting, I'm young 20, so I'm acting sl- slightly more machismo than I probably should be. <laughs> like the spear and using it as a walking stick and, 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 and being ahead. Love it. Irrational confidence. Here for it. Of yes. 20. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Missed those days. Um, <laughs> so as you you hike this, this journey, um, you notice that there is nothing around. There's no, I mean, all of this has been a wasteland, so there's never been any like plant life or anything, but there have been creatures, things that you would hunt, um, obviously devils, uh, the occasional demon breaking through, uh, lots of bad stuff. There's nothing around here. Void. Uh, as you guys get closer and closer to the spire, the voices are under control, but they are the magnitude of their volume is growing. Um, like there's just so many where you're approaching. That's great. Mm-hmm. Besky. Mm-hmm. Your tattoo is constantly burning now. I'm just rubbing it, not like making any noise or anything to it. I'm just rubbing it every so often. And Hidariel, your scar looks brand new. Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. It doesn't look like it's, yeah. Um, and it sort of tingles a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. I think we're all suffering in silence. <laughs> Apparently nobody is talking about this. Um, but yeah, we are all hoofing it. I think it I think it that's very fitting. And and Riven Riven isn't saying much either. Um uh, you do notice Riven Riven also has those same tattoos I don't know if you remember that yes um, and he he is every once in a while sort of rubbing them um, as you all walk so I was about to say I, I don't notice y'all doing that because I'm in front being yeah machismo bisky so you know <laughs> no idea as you approach you finally kind of you get through to the other side of this this mountain range um, takes hours and hours and you see what appears to be the frame of like um is it a portcullis is that the right term the the like the big thing that drops down on castles portcullis uh, the yeah yeah like the the gated yeah. thing that goes yeah the big yeah yeah exactly so it's like the frame of that um is present on this wall but in in the middle of it is just this like solid black okay so we are at the base of this tower Mm-hmm. And it's got this like iron like grating or portcullis gate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like empty on the other side, or there's, it's a s- no, it's solid. It's almost like imagine there was a pe- a cement slab there that was painted like pitch black. So like obsidian. So it looks like yes. the portcullis is blocking something like obsidian, which 
is double unblockable currently, but that's what it looks like. We don't know, but that's what it looks yeah, like. There, but there's no, there's no, there's no like gate. There's no like metal gate that would drop. It's literally just this like obsidian slab. Got it. Okay. Is what it appears to be. Okay. Oh, so it's an obsidian slab that appears to look like a portcullis is what you're saying? Yeah. So there's like the frame, the frame around. So like, like in, yeah. in a castle, you'd have the frame. Yeah. And in like a traditional castle, you'd have the gate that drops down. Yeah. But in place of that mm. is ah. just this it's just So we solid. can't see anything beyond it. Got it. Okay. Oh, got it. So there's like a stone frame that would usually accompany a portcullis, but it's an obsidian-like slab. Mm-hmm. That's so we can't see anything through. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Uh, up the sides of this tower... Do we see other points of entry? Does it look like as you go higher, there's windows up on several floors or things like that? Or is it just? Uh, it looks solid. Solid. There's nothing that you could see that would indicate like a window or a door or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. R- Riven as you approach this is, I don't understand why there's no one here. This is strange. Oh, there's supposed to be guards outside. Or welcome party. Wouldn't you have people guarding a place? use my spear to tap on the obsidian piece. Uh, okay, so as, as you approach it and you tap, it ripples. And it starts to form. And this, like, almost dragon-like head, but warped. It's like kind of, like, dragon's heads are really, really traditionally kind of, like, narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much longer, almost like it's gotten pulled down. Okay. Um, I took a few steps back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks at you, Besky, and it's this, it's the same color, this pitch black. It says, you tread the path of power. Um, I look at the group and I look back at the thing. Um, I'm treading the path of questions. I just wait, just respond that way. You have doubts about your path. Of course I do. It's been a long time. Will you pay the price for the path of power? I stop having the conversation with the the form and I look towards the group. Ah. Uh. I don't want to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but this seems like a bad idea. Right, okay. I'm glad it wasn't just me thinking it. That is exactly... We could We could still go back, right? No. Maybe? Unfortunately. No. Oh, no. No, okay. Scratch that. I'll, I'll, turn, I'll turn back to the, the form. Um... Yes, I, I will tread the journey of power, but there's, power is multifaceted, and I guess it just depends what you do with it. I'll, I'll take a couple steps forward. Um, okay. Uh, as Besky is having this conversation, um, Hidario's kind of like mulling over the question that this entity has posed. Um, and then I will pull out this, um, it's on an amulet, correct? Yeah, it's more or less. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I would have been wearing it, I think, uh, just to keep it close. And I will pull it out from under whatever shirt I'm wearing and show it to Besky. And it's, um, this, uh, there is a gem, correct? Or a crystal, I should say. Yeah. Um, that is diamond shaped and you see um, in Infernal on it it says the path to power is paid um I'll so I'll take the the pendant or the the necklace that you're giving me if you're offering it I don't know if you are um yeah I would I'll pull it off and give it to you I will hold it up and present it like very, um, very visible. And I'll, I'll walk up and take a couple more steps forward towards the, 
this figure. Okay. Uh, as you approach, Void, you hear that key crying out for help as this draconic-like face reaches out from the wall with its mouth, consumes it, crushes it, and the small voice that you heard yelling, help, is gone. It's silenced. Mm. And then the wall opens. Are you all right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fine. What's one? What's one soul? It's fine. It's great. The what? Just keep, don't worry about it. It's fine. It do, we'll, uh, yep. Let's move quickly. So as you watch this door open, there's this hallway lined with these, like, um, is sconces the right word? The Yes. Lined with sconces. The floor has this very beautiful red um, carpet or um, rug, a uh, long rug. Um, ground is carved. It's nice stonework. Uh, as you walk in, it opens up into this large um, sort of like entry room, I guess you would. Uh, and again, it's empty. There's beautiful um, paintings and decor and this massive chandelier, all this very, very um, almost gaudy. Like it's, it's almost like it's too much. This display of wealth, it seems with no one to use it or appreciate it, I guess you could say. And then all of you hear this voice kind of come from all around you. Visitor. I've not had visitors come here by choice in a long time. But you, I recognize. The one who sees death. Doctor Strange. No, I'm I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna turn to everybody. That one, everyone heard that one, right? That wasn't just me that time. No, we heard it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I heard it. It's you said it just came from everywhere. Mm -hmm. If we look around, do we? I mean, I won't, but do we see anything that um, looks like uh, a, a, an actual source, individual source of this voice? Or Why don't you all roll perception checks? Mm-hmm. Perception. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Uh, it's a whole 12. An eight. Uh, yeah, you can't see where it's coming from. If, so I can still hear the voices of these spirits, right? Are they saying anything? I forgot, I forgot to mention the minute you walked through, it went silent. Ooh, oh wait, now I miss them. Come back. Uh. (laughs) 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 Oh, all right. Didn't think I'd miss them. Okay. Do I feel like, is there anywhere to go now that we're in this space? Like, do we like? Yeah, there, I mean, there are multiple hallways. Um, There's lots of different places you could go. Um, The voice again, uh, again, speaks to you all. Why are you here? Who is it that speaks? Who is it that speaks? Yes, who are you? I am here. You are the tower. I suppose. Okay. This is a first. What? What's around us again? Uh, you're in this sort of like lavish entry room. Um, there's three or four different hallways, staircases that go up. Um, it's probably a 200 foot wide like 
massive room. There's, there's decor all around, but there is no sign of anything living or dead, honestly. I will. Is there any, like, rocks or pebbles or anything around us? Or no? Uh, no. It's very We're, meticulously cleaned. It's sterile. We're in a sterile place. Mm-hmm. Cool. Not creepy. <laughs> um, let's see. Alright, I guess what I will do is down the hallway of the one that's in front of us, I'm just gonna try and figure out if there's like a some place in the floor 60 feet ahead. I don't know if we can I, I can actually see that far if it's dark. It's not, everything's well lit. Oh, okay. So we just see like a lot of hallway to the front, a lot of hallway to the left and right. Mm-hmm. Sick. Is it your job to stop us? Just kind of like shouting out into somewhere. Maybe. Do you have a map? Why would I need a map? I know where everything is. Oh, well, you know, it's so, um, going to be hospitable and, you know, we don't know where everything is, so it might be useful. Are you guests? Yes. 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 What are you looking for? Uh, I'm just going to say reply back, just logically. Bessie's just going to say power. Hmm. Maybe you should meet her. Where? You watch as the um, the hallways change. Walls shift around. Uh, stairways move. Um, and everything closes off except for a stairway in front of you. It's like a map, sort of. By what other name is she called? There are those who call her the last twin. The forgotten sister. Any of those ring a bell for me? Or, yeah. (laughs) Uh, you could roll a religion check. I have advantage on this for some reason. Blood hunters are great, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, fifteen for me. Uh, sixteen plus nine, twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. Um, you remember reading Hadariel, reading about some of the celestial gods and sort of the myths and legends about about them. Um, you remember reading about Sala, the god, god goddess of justice. Her right-hand Valkyrie is Kisaja, um, who had two daughters. Wailena is one of them. And the other was scratched out in all the books. Oh. Uh. Uh, oh. Um. Then... Besky. I think we are about to meet Yeah. a close relative of your patron. Oh, okay. Um, Who is your patron? Well, matron really, but I, uh, can I see if me answering this is gonna ruin our pathway? Like, I don't know by the tone of his voice. Is going to cause issues? Um, you can roll an insight check. Yeah, I don't want to be like, we have a way. It's closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> uh, 15. Uh, you can sense some aggressive inquisitiveness mm. from, from this voice. Um, this sense of like I need to know now Mm. and there could be consequences one way or the other depending on what you say sure 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 forgotten sister well enough um do I think saying her name is gonna be good or positive do I think well enough care enough about her forgotten sister probably all right I'm gonna chance it uh (laughs) 
My matron's name is Walena. Silence. We should probably move right now very quickly if... Sure, I'll go first. Then I'll just like start sprinting up the steps. <laughs> As you start to sprint, I need all of you to make dexterity saves. Okay. No thank you though. Cool, that's a nine. 24. 14. Okay. Uh, so Besky and Void. Sure. Well, not very much. Uh, you both take eight slashing damage. Great. Hadariel, you take four. Uh, as you start running up these stairs, these like ethereal beings fly across the wall um, with these swords that just cut you and then they disappear into the wall, wall beyond. Um, you hear these screams from behind that sound almost like war war calls. You watch as the that like kind of hallway that that you first entered through here shuts down. Um, the walls have these like spikes that come out of them um and that hallway that big room uh that opened up to this these stairs starts closing towards you all and we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on the faith Uh, Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FayForge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Kai. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Adelaide. I'm also in a center stream that's on the Negative 2 Charisma channel, and I'm also the social media manager for eSports. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
By what other name is she called? Let me look at my notes. <laughs> Mommy. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 